sometime probably in February. And so the idea would be to put that a little bit out of your frontal lobe over the next five months so that you can just um, enjoy um, thinking and discussing these fundamental questions that we're going to be talking about, um, the things about what has, makes life have meaning. And the problem with thinking constantly about, well, well, I hope they don't think I'm going to do that, or, well, I've heard about this, and we're going to, you know, I usually have some students at the first night, and they're like, I just have to say before we go any further, I don't buy the birth control thing. <laughs> and, you know, and you're kind of like... <laughs> Well, okay then. Now that you've announced yourself to the group, you know. But I mean, I mean, you're making fun. It's it's funny how people, you know, everybody has their issue with the church that they just want to make sure uh, we all know. And and I would say there's a time and a place for everything. So let's um, the program that we have worked out is very cool. And um, I'm going to show. We'll get to that to talk about it uh, shortly. But it really covers everything in a cursory way and some things, the important things, in a very rigorous way. My opinion is, I started teaching RCIA about eight years ago when I first moved out to LA. And I taught it in a parish setting for three years. And I found the parish setting so inadequate to what I wanted to do in the sense of what, um, what really was required by the people going through the process that we decided to kind of create a different model. Um, everyone, this is Father Willie. If you don't yeah, know him, you meant, okay, good. <laughs> um, the, because the problem is a lot of times RCA is done in a big, a big classroom setting. There are 40 people there, and they, they just basically have time for you to go over the, this is holy water, you know, this is, you know, and it's just so superficial. Um, I, I don't find it satisfying at all as a teacher, and I found that the students um, were bored. So the idea would be to craft something that would really be more um, for adults, not for two-year-old, you know, second graders learning what they need to learn to make their first communion, which is unfortunately too often what RCIA for adults looks like in the church because of you've got these huge groups and they range in age from 14 to 83 and they, they're very hard-pressed to know what to do with that. And usually one harassed teacher who is work, you know, got another job. So anyway, this is a very cool program that you're in. It's, it's um, not like any other one um, in the archdiocese and very few in the country. Uh, it's a very, um, I think, fun, smart, um, and then rigorous look at Catholic life and faith and history. Um, you will enjoy it if you get, let yourself get into it and um, we'll cover pretty much everything. Uh, and then there's the room, the, the, what I would encourage you to do is to anything that we don't touch on, you know, when, say under a topic, then that's what you do. You bring to the table and say, you know, what about this? And because with the catechism, you're going to get sections, but I'm only going to point to like four or five that night but you're going to be reading like 20. So the, the thing would be for you all to bring to the table. I didn't get number 17, or I, I just thought it was really cool. And that, that process of you kind of bringing stuff to the table um, would be a moment of grace for yourself and for everybody else. So you don't get to do that in most RCIA programs at all. And it works. Uh, three years ago, two of my students went from 
uh, they took a test in the archdiocese and they came up in the top like two percent of knowledge of the faith they went on to the pre-cana thing and they um and they they well, you know well, yeah i'm like hey it works you know but uh they um they can't they called me up and they said you know we they made us go up and stand in front of everybody because we got the highest marks in our thing and i'm like cool yeah. that's very that shows it works so um uh i really believe that the intellectual life is a stimulant stimulus to the spiritual life it is for me and i think the more you know the more you can love there's been a real attempt to try and dumb down the intellectual life I think in the last 40 years because people were supposed to be about the heart and not about the mind okay we get that <laughs> you know the problem is it got boring you know when we took the smart stuff out so this class is an attempt to put some of the smart stuff back so for those of you who are updating um, John, Yvette and Claire um, hopefully you will learn lots of new cool stuff that you've never thought of before in that way um, and uh, we would invite you to also join, you know, if we leave something out, because you are the, uh, the professional corporate Catholic, mm -hmm. so that uh, you could bring stuff to the table, too. So I'm just going to introduce, um, our just, I guess we should just introduce ourselves. I am, um, I mean, does anybody not know me? Will, you're probably the one who knows me the least here, and Heather, I guess, whatever. Um, yeah, I was a nun for nine years, which is part of my... Um, my, I suppose, credibility to be here. I was in a teaching community and we had to, had ongoing studies the entire nine and a half years that I was in, which I'm now very glad for. At the time I was, um, I, I thought we would never be done, but now I'm really glad that we did that. So I have a master's degree in cinema, but my undergraduate degree is in classics and um, with a specialization in, in um, I had philosophy and theology, a lot of it uh, as an undergrad degree. I've taught RCIA now for, I guess I said, eight years, and I love it. Unfortunately, my schedule has gotten so busy that I'm not able to do it as much as I would love to. But I missed it last year when I cut a lot of it out, so I'm hoping, hoping uh, this year will um, permit me to be part of this uh, as much as possible. And. Um, I guess it's just up to me if it isn't, but it just means I've scheduled other things. <laughs> but I'm really, <laughs> really hoping that uh, things don't, you know, better paying gigs don't come along. So, you know. <laughs> we'll pray that no better paying gigs yes. come along for you. I think you've been saying that for yourself. <laughs> <but it'll laughs> All right. <laughs> um, good. And um, I think that's pretty much it to say by way of intro. Um, yeah, um, I can't think of anything else. Originally from Rhode Island, I'm Italian, you know, all of which would become obvious very soon. So when you disagree with me, anyway, no, no, like <laughs> so. I don't know, Father, do you want to? Sure. Yeah. Uh, my name is David Guffey. I grew up in Illinois, went to Notre Dame, and that's where I really discovered um, my faith, especially an intellectual dimension to my faith. And I, uh, that's where I met the Congregation of Holy Cross, which is a small religious community. Um, Roman Catholic religious order of men, it's priests and brothers, and I joined them in 1984, and I've been with them ever since. I was ordained in 1990, um, ordained a deacon and took final vows in 1990, ordained a priest in 1991. For the first six year, first five years of my priesthood, I uh, ran a soup kitchen in Phoenix, Arizona, and then was asked by my community to go back to Notre Dame and work at the seminary, and I was at the seminary at Notre Dame for two years. 
and then for the six years after that I was at um, the novitiate which is the second for us it's the second phase of religious formation for people becoming priests and brothers um, but, but it's part of every, everyone who's a priest brother or sister has been through a novitiate and I ran that for six years and I'm out here in LA um, very interested in the work that they do at family theater very interested in the work in the media and I'm a student right now at LMU in film uh, help a little bit here and I also live and work at a parish here in town I'm really happy to be part of this I, I've been on RCA teams uh, or given talks or done retreats for RCA programs the whole time I've been a priest so but mm -hmm. this will be one of the time one of the most intense experiences mm -hmm. of it I'm really looking yeah. forward to it it's a lot of fun it's, it's really the most I just love this program and I really want to I hope you will love it and um, keep let us keep it going because uh, we didn't have such a good year last year and, and um, they wouldn't read <laughs> you know, so um, That's because you were absent. maybe, maybe I don't know, but they wouldn't read. So, um, Father, you want to just greet everybody? Sure. Father yeah. Willie Rand, um, I was born in 1944. So I shouldn't start that far. Back. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, mm. <laughs> I'm only kidding. But actually, it has a lot to do with it. I'm, uh, I'm um, uh, from Maine originally, and from a family of 12, and we had to study every year in the family. But uh, went to Stonehill College, joined Holy Cross there, and uh, majored in philosophy, studied theology at Notre Dame, and uh, have um, spent most of my time as a priest working on a college campus at Stonehill College, and, and then uh, ended up out here in, in uh, the year 2000. This family theater had been founded by Father Peyton in 1947 to use the media to um, actually fulfill the passion of his life, which was his great devotion to family prayer and to the Blessed Mother for many reasons. And he died in 1992, and the, the, we went through five or six uh, priests and br a brother uh, between 92 and 2000. I, uh, I knew that there was a there was a need for um, someone to come here and be here for a while. So I've been here for five years. It's, uh, we've been doing this uh, program here for the last three years. Three years. And it, it really is a great blessing. And, uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. And I'll be here as much as I can. But uh, the, the regulars are obviously going to be Barbara and David. And Clayton. Clayton. Who isn't here tonight for some reason. Um, Say hello to Clayton. Hi, Clayton. Hi, Clayton. Yeah. It's something about his iPod. Does that mean he's listening to us? <laughs> that's right. Oh, it's not like a tape recorder. Well, that's mine, no, that's so I can edit it before you get Oh, I have no. <laughs> they, they told me something about this iPod. I was like, you mean a tape recorder? He's like, no. And he started explaining. I was like, whatever, whatever. So if you're there, Clayton, hello. Um, but Clayton was a seminarian and um, for several years and went to Steubenville and uh, very, very... Um, smart. Um, Stupidville? Stupidville, yeah. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> you know Clayton. Clearly, you know Clayton. Feel free to joke about anybody. <laughs> um, he will. He's his thing particularly is the theology of the body, which is um, the probably the, the major contribution of the past, the last Holy Father to theology. It's a new whole thing. He's got now a, a, this thing called the theology of the body. 
um, which is kind of remarkable that yet somebody would actually start a new yeah. movement in theology. And they teach that here on Thursday nights too, mm -hmm. that, that Clayton and Clayton runs. Mm -hmm. So if you want more, then that you know that they are having Thursday night classes here, Beth, just on that. And we think it's particularly relevant to have Theology of the Body studies in Hollywood. You know, if any place on earth, this should be the place where we really talk about these issues. So um, if you are interested in Clayton, I'm sure we'll, we'll tell you what they're going to cover and, as we go.